songezo mapete on the viewpoint 21:15 is the time we're 5 minutes behind schedule not too bad mr pranish desia is here desia beg your pardon senior data analyst with governance insights and analytics program we are talking about the auditor general reporting to municipal finance management coalition instability has an impact on financial management that is the phrase now, coalition governments exist in many parts of the world. We all know that. And the key reason for this is that, like in South Africa, many of these countries have electoral systems where political parties gain representation in proportion with the votes they receive during their elections. South Africa seems to be struggling, certainly in the early phases of coalition governments at local government proper. And as a result, the recent report by the Auditor General shows that the instability has an impact on the financial management of municipalities and which would translate inevitably into a paucity of service delivery, which then impacts the typical South African home. What does the latest audit tell us is the question about the impact of these very unstable municipal councils. Pranish, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. It seems every time you and I are talking, we are lamenting more and more things as opposed to talking about things that are encouraging, if not celebratory. What is your latest take, bird's eye view, on the AG report and the status of municipal municipalities in South Africa? Good evening. Good evening, Sonia. Great to be with you and your listeners again. Mm. Um, so there are some encouraging aspects uh, and some discouraging aspects in terms of the state of local government. The discouraging aspects is, like the AG identified last week, audit outcomes aren't really changing that much. Broadly, over the last few years, we've seen a similar amount of municipalities produce clean audits. It's around 40, usually around 40 out of 257 in the country. Very few of the metros, the big eight metro municipalities, also produce clean audits. Only two of them, Cape Town and Ukurelene, uh, produced in this most recent audit report. In that, in that sense, it's quite discouraging. Also, we see the news is full of negative stories about the impacts which adverse service delivery, substantive delivery has on people. Uh, the water crisis in Hammanskral uh, is just, you know, the clearest example of that in recent weeks. In terms of the more encouraging aspects, since we last spoke about coalition issues, you know, in recent months, major political parties like the ANC and the DA have put forward their own plans for how they view coalition stability as being best encouraged. So it's encouraging that they're just talking about this. And then also the government itself has indicated that they will try to, you know, readjust the Municipal Structures Act and, you know, various frameworks around our laws on that to better encourage coalition stability ahead of the 2026 local elections. But that will leave us with a few years of quite nervy times as we get adjusted to coalition government in South Africa. Let's talk about the fact that we are now, for the most part, a year away from national government elections as well as provincial government elections. I don't imagine what has happened in the last, since November 2021 to date, would not have an impact on the voters' conscious, if not the voters' decision as to which way they are going when it comes to the general election of 2024. Many are calling it quite easily the most important election of our democratic era. That's not 
contemplating what 1994 heralded, the change from apartheid officially to democracy officially. But if ever there was an election where there is a lot to be gained and a lot to be lost, 2024 is that. How much of what we are talking about that is taking place in local government, which has its own election cycle, will ultimately manifest itself in how the voters respond in 2024, albeit at national and provincial government level? So I do think of the recent instability, and especially because instability has been in these high-profile places like Joburg, Swane, that has had some effect on the way citizens view coalitions. I think that the confidence in multi-party government is beginning to erode a bit. And that's concerning because, like you mentioned in the intro, our electoral system, and that's an electoral system which is in some way enshrined in our constitution, making it very hard to change, does essentially make it clear that coalition governments would eventually be the norm in South Africa. And we are getting to that point. And 2024 might be the first time we have a proper multi-party coalition at the national level. I'm sure there'll be genuine between 94 and 99, but, you know, the ANC didn't actually need a coalition then. It was part of the agreement to transition to democracy. Whereas next year, we might actually be in a situation where whoever's the biggest party might need other parties to join them and might actually have to sustain a coalition for five years. So in that sense, what's happening in the local government space is concerning. It's also relevant in terms of how political parties are approaching next year's election. The ANC, for one, are making the argument in a lot of cases. You often hear the Secretary General of the ANC, Kilian Galula, make this point that, in his view, the failures of local government coalitions is a sign that you know, people should stick with the ANC and give it a full majority. On the other hand, you have the Democratic Alliance, which is actively saying that, yeah, that our main purpose for next is to keep an ANC-EFF alliance out of power. I don't think either argument is fully honest about the reality that coalition governments will become the norm in the country, and also being entirely honest about the fact that that situation will require many of these parties to work together. So, you know, they can say that, oh, we will never work with these people in, in government, but, you know, depending on how next the election works, uh, fans out, you might actually have to work with them. And so they're not doing their best in terms of preparing voters for this potential outcome either. I can understand in the short-term way why they might not do this from the ANC's perspective, admitting that they could lose majorities, not to be tenable. Pranish, but, let me hold that thought for a second. Yeah. Um, I'm going to allow you to continue, please, after the break, but I have to interrupt you with regret because I have to take an ad break now. The time is 21.21. The Auditor General report fingers coalition instability and its impact on financial management, more broadly speaking, across the municipalities of the country. The numbers are looking bleak. Mr. Pranish Desai, Senior Data Analyst at Good Governance Africa, is on the line to talk to us about some of these issues and their political impact, certainly as it pertains to how service delivery is being delivered or not, and what the implication is for you at home. The time is 21.23. Pranish, you are rounding off your point. Do you want to just take another few seconds at finalizing that point, please? Those and political parties need to be honest about where we are as a country. We are heading towards an era of coalition governments, 
and denying that is making it harder for ourselves to navigate those new challenges. Let, let's talk about the realities of what this has the potential to do. We are seeing now, with what limited coalition governments there are, the kinds of challenges that the political parties among themselves have in just holding each other accountable and being sufficiently stable enough for the primary focus of responding to the delivery of services that everybody is due from a municipality. We are seeing at the early stages of how difficult that is. Now, in 2024 and again in 2025, 26, we will see, I would deposit, only more of what we are seeing, not less of. Here's why I say that. There are no coalition agreements that are binding. It's, it's only an agreement for the purposes, maybe, I say, of securing a vote. It takes one irresponsible statement, it takes one person not to toe the party line, and it throws into disarray that entire value of the coalition of government. And we have seen it happen time and again. I don't know how many mayors Johannesburg has. I don't even know the mayor of the city of Johannesburg to whom I effectively pay my rates and taxes. And I hold this position, and I shouldn't really be saying that with any sense of pride, and I'm not saying it with any sense of pride other than the fact that it's just become this nonsensical issue that the less I follow it, probably the better it is for my sanity. But I'm saying to you, we're only going to see more of that. Why? Because you'll have more political parties on the ballot than ever before. You'll also have this institution of individuals, all of which is going to carry ultimately into 2026 when we go back to the vote, local government level. In other words, what can the South African generally expect of what trends we have seen from 2016 especially but 2021 more grossly of the patterns of the value and effectiveness of coalition governments or coalition agreements and more importantly this is the question what can yet be done to salvage what can only be characterized as a quagmire yeah at present it certainly is a quagmire so i think johannesburg's had about eight or nine uh, mayors including acting mayors since November 2019. That's just a level of instability that is, frankly, ridiculous. Um, and political parties bear a substantial portion of the blame there. Um, as we've discussed, you know, there are these proposals which the ANC, the DA, uh, national government are, are coming up with in terms of how we can better stabilize coalition. A lot of the ideas in these uh, various proposals are good ones. The idea, for instance, of, you know, encouraging as part of the Municipal Systems Act that, you know, coalition agreements are actually published for government gazetted at the very least that will give citizens something to hold political parties accountable to. At the national and provincial level, the added concern is that, you know, there's no directly elected MPs or members of provincial legislators. So it's much harder for citizens directly prize political parties outside of an electoral cycle. However, we do have that system at the local government level. So citizens themselves will soon reach a point, I anticipate, where they will start directly pressurizing the ward councils for one, and by virtue of ward councils, political parties, in terms of what priorities they want to see in coalition agreements and what sort of priorities they want to see in government. 
at this point, I don't think citizens have fully, you know, taken into account that they have this ability to make political parties more sensitive at the local level to their demands. But I expect that they will eventually get there. Final question coming through from our caller, Babu Ngonde in Cape Town. Babu Ngonde, thank you so much for calling. Good evening. The time is 21 mm. 28, so in this segment, you'll certainly be the last caller and you will put whatever you will to Mr. Pranish Desai. Bungan. Yes, sir. I'll try and very quick, Bungan. Mm. Um, before I ask my question, I just want to find out from a guest. How many municipalities had clean audits? I think I'll just say I less than 30. 38. Was it, was it, are you sure? I thought it was 29. But anyway, not more than 40. Yeah. Okay. Um, Songezo, I'm submitting a position here. Mm. I think the majority of those municipalities with clean audits would be under DA controlled. Probably right? Yeah. And therefore, our elections being next year, and another fact being most coalitions will be forced to cooperate. The problem with that is that our guys have got a majority deficit, and there's also egos in these coalitions. You can look at the coalition in Tswane, you know, and in Johannesburg very much unstable and this can not only be blamed on meritocracy you know that type of thing these guys simply can't get along together as women of course so your guest can he perhaps offer you know a positive view as to how can we make sure that the coalitions will work my suggestion lastly mm. maybe uh, the institution at the South African Institute of Accountants can assist us, you know, mm. and those bodies are of the auditor profession can also assist us. And better still, we can maybe borrow the skills to some of the DA-led coalitions for us to have this thing working for the benefit of all the people of this country. Sumedha, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Pranish, your thoughts? Yes, so, you know, the caller certainly has a point in terms of how can better run municipalities and better financial management municipalities share their expertise with uh, places where the, the expertise doesn't exist to the same extent. Um, but at the same time, it is also worth noting that the Auditor General has, in recent years, especially made it clear that a lot of private consultants are brought in by municipalities to help with this financial management uh, aspect are actually exploiting the lack of uh, expertise in these municipalities and charging them exorbitant fees, and that itself is putting them in financial uh, financial pressure. So, you know, it can go both ways in terms of the fact that there's a majority deficit in our politics right now. Yeah, definitely agree, and that's one reason why coalitions aren't as stable as they could be. Yeah, well, let's leave it there. Thank you so much, Pranish. I certainly do appreciate your contribution. We we're talking about the coalition instability and its impact on financial management with you. The time is 21.31. But before we say goodbye to the segment, just some important points to consider. South Africa has 257 metropolitan, district, and local municipalities. The number comprises eight metropolitan mun um, municipalities, 44 districts, 
and 205 local municipalities. Now listen to this. During the relevant period under review, ending June 30, 2022, 104 unqualified audits and irregular expenditure amounting to 30 billion rand. In the words of Tsakani Malulege, who is the Auditor General, more than 50% of municipalities, 257 divided by 2, in other words, we're sitting at 126 plus, are unable to submit credible financial statements and there was still lack of skills to deal with financial management. In other words, from 257 South African companies dealing with budgets of 30 billion rand, I mean with billions of rands plus, we cannot account for something like 30 billion because it was all wasted. In other words, it might as well not have been spent at all. That is the tragedy of many things, but included in that CADA deployment. Conversation for another day, and I know Bags would like to have a bite at this. Not on this subject, though, but after the break, we're going to talk to him about labor law. After the break, Mr. Michael Bagram, labor law attorney. Disputes between employers and domestic workers. Do you employ a domestic worker? Are you a domestic worker? This conversation is for you after this.